non-trinary youth at Bumble's Warning School in East Brackenshire, where I danced with Hugh Grant, helped Jason Statham steal an antique shotgun, and took nude photos of Prince Harry, who I must mention was not named appropriately. Sign up in person for your own comedic adventures at 7.30pm, or pre-sign with the host by sending a direct message via social media. If you can't make it out to that den of iniquity known as MutinyRadio.fm, listen in live from home, or download the podcast on Apple iTunes under Friends of Mutiny. A smashing time will be had by all. Until next Saturday night at 8pm, cheerio darlings. How can you say that? I knew you wouldn't understand. They call it Stormy Monday But Tuesday's just as bad They call it Stormy Monday But Tuesday's just as bad Wednesday's worse and Thursday's also sad Yes, the eagle flies on Friday And Saturday I go out to play Eagle flies on Friday and Saturday I go out to play Sunday I go to church Then I kneel down and pray
making my living by the sweat of my brow. I couldn't be crooked cause I don't know how. I've lived in a shack and cooked in a can, making a fortune for some other man. I learned early in life that that was the rule. A worker ain't nothing but a rich man's tool. Every day he gets richer. Walk on your tip. 
tiptoes, don't tie no bows. Better stay away from those that carry around a fire hose. Keep a clean nose, wash your clean clothes. You don't need a weatherman to know which way the wind blows. Oh, get sick, get well, hang around the inkwell, hang a bell. Hard to tell if anything is gonna sell. Try hard, get bought, get back, ride rail, get jailed, jump bail. Join the army if you fail. Look out, kid, they're gonna get hit. But losers, cheaters, six-time users, hanging around the theaters. Girl by the whirlpools, looking for a new fool. Don't follow leaders, watch your parking meters. Morning, mutineers. This is the B um, coming at you from 2781 21st Street here in San Francisco, the heart of the mission and metal metal, bringing you labor opinion, commentary, history, you name it, by, for, and about people who work. Remember, one person gets a dollar they didn't work for, someone else worked for a dollar they didn't get. If you don't have a seat at the table, the negotiating table that is, where you work, you're on the menu. Never, but never let anyone into your heart who is not a friend of labor. And when I say labor, I mean you. Labor and Love Radio, where the labor meets the road. Okay, that opening set there, we, we finished with Bob Dylan's Subterranean Homesick Blues. Happy birthday to Bob Dylan. May 28th, I believe, is his birthday. Preface that with Hazel Dickens. Beautiful slide guitar piece called The Sweat of My Brow. Hazel Dickens from Charleston County, West Virginia. And of course, at the head of it all, we had T-Bone Walker and his version of the Working class blues, they call it Stormy Monday, but Tuesday is just as bad. So, celebrating birthdays, May 19, 2019. The anniversary of the birthday of Malcolm X, and we'll be hearing from Malcolm X today on this show, as we often do. Um, Malcolm X, of course, born Malcolm Little, raised in uh, the Midwest, Nebraska, uh, became probably the most prominent and beloved leader of 
what's called the Black Revolution here in the U.S. And of course, and I do say of course because it was almost had to be that way. Of course, he was killed under mysterious circumstances, out of finger pointing. Uh, were the New York police involved? All of a sudden, Malcolm didn't have a police protection that he'd grown used to from New York or people following him. People stood up in, in the audience um, and shot him. Evidently, three people were involved. Um, Brother Malcolm X. Okay, who's backing the legislators behind the abortion ban? We'll take a look at that. Some big names, and of course, there are names that you that you'll recognize that you probably uh, shop with. AT&T got a big tax cut from uh, Mr. Trump, and they laid off 23,000 people. That's what happens when you get a tax cut, huh? <laughs> what do you think, Pam? <laughs> Boo. Boo in capital letters. Okay. Pro-life till they're born, right? Everybody's worried. Oh, they're so worried about that little fetus that may or may not be alive. But once the fetus is born, they don't want to hear from. As George Carlin says, they're not pro-life, they're anti-women. And he says, boy, these conservatives are really something, aren't they? all in favor of the unborn. They'll do anything for the unborn, but once you're born, you're on your own. Pro-life conservatives are obsessed with a fetus from conception to nine months. After that, they don't want to know about you. They don't want to hear from you. No nothing. No, no neo neonatal care. No daycare. No head start. No school lunch. No food stamps. No welfare. No nothing. If you're pre-born, you're fine. If you're preschool, you're fucked. And pardon my use <laughs> It's totally true. What this is all about is not about caring about the pre-born. It's about keeping women enslaved. If you don't have control of your own body, hello, you're a slave. I want to honor my mother today with a little bit about the Minneapolis general strike of 1934 where she became radicalized, went on to radicalize the rest of us, probably without really knowing it, huh? Okay, let's continue on. Let's hear what... Uh, Senator Barbara Boxer has to say. Uh -oh. Got to turn off Bob Dylan, huh? Okay, here we go with Barbara Boxer. 
cannabis laws to punish women and punish doctors. The latest is Georgia. With one signature, Georgia Governor Brian Kemp defiantly established one of America's most restrictive abortion rights law. Georgia's so-called heartbeat bill makes it a crime for a woman to end her pregnancy after six weeks when most don't even know they're pregnant. Essentially, it is a complete ban on abortion. Lawmakers in Texas are attempting to remove an exception for abortion from the Texas Penal Code for Homicide. It would make it a crime for women to have an abortion, and those who do could face the death penalty. Let's be very clear about what abortion bans mean. They mean women seeking an abortion after rape or incest go to jail. They mean doctors who have dedicated their careers to helping others go to prison. Legal restrictions do not eradicate abortions. Before Roe v. Wade, it is estimated that 1.2 million American women sought illegal abortions annually. 5,000 of those women would die every single year, 14 women per day. The debate around abortion is not a matter of political disagreement. It's a matter of life and death for hundreds of thousands of women. Roe v. Wade says that this decision is between a woman, her doctor, and whomever else she wants to involve, like her family, her God, her best friend, not her senator, not the president. It is none of their business. Share this video if you believe abortion rights are human rights. Okay, I can hear you saying um, what's going on. Why are you talking about abortion? Why are you talking about abortion rights for women? Why are you talking about enslaving women? Because of a simple five-letter word, L-A-B-O-R. This is the Labor and Love Show. The whole act of conceiving, carrying, delivering, a baby is called labor. And of course, it's unpaid labor, okay? Women who are doing labor that's unpaid, some of the most important work anyone will ever do in this world, bearing children. L-A-B-O-R, Labor and Love Show, celebrates women's right to choose. All right, let's get on in. Let's play some more music. And I wanted to play Linda Tillery, since we're celebrating women today, as we should and we do every week. Leela Down, looking through my list here. There we go. All right. Sometimes things look tough. We got a dog in the White House. You might slip. And a whole gang of dogs working you might slide. with me. Don't let nobody turn you around. But don't you ever let nobody drag your spirit down. Walk 
with the rich, walk with the poor, learn from each other. That's what love is for. Don't you let, let nobody bag your spirit down. Tie your spirit let down.
careful, try to be good. Well, we cared and we cared as much as we could. We always agreed, me and my man. We said someday we'll try the family plan. The first thing we tried was nothing at all. It was an amateur ride and everything's here for. We charted my tides, followed my moon. But then someday it came a little too soon. I got the nine months of blues. But he was kind of happy when he heard my news I got the nine-month blues There was him and me and the baby made three But we made up our minds to stay that way With little bitty things made of rubber and such And cause we were friends we decided to go Dutch When we said I do, it was a solemn oath So we did and we did and it pleased us both We still can't figure out what went wrong But that's the first line of the nine-month song I got the nine-month blues Too much to gain, too much to lose I get out the dress and the sensible shoes I got the nine-month blues I said, this time around I'm gonna cast my stone I'm gonna have the chance to call my life my own But the SPC, the FBA They said, keep that child, don't fling it away the doctor said he had the right to refuse The law says if you want to beat the noose You gotta be rich or near to your grave So away I went again on my nine-month rave I got the nine-month blues Too much to gain, too much to lose And that time around I gotta make twos I got the nine-month
By thinking of the future of the female race It all began with a love and a laughter Then with so much care Such a long time after every nine months blues Too much to gain, too much to lose Now don't you think we ought to have the right to choose To sing the 20 year blues Estoy pidiendo joyas, ni pieles ni palacios, ni quiero que me alfombren las calles al pasar. Tampoco es que yo exija ni tierras ni riquezas, más que estar recibiendo. Tan solo estoy pidiendo sentirme bien amada, que me amen como yo amo, con fuego y con pasión. Ojalá comprendiera que estoy desesperada, buscando quien se entregue. Yo. Mi princesa ni esclava, simplemente mujer Mi dueña de la noche, mi dueña de la noche, ni del amanecer Mi princesa ni esclava, simplemente mujer Okay, mutineers, listening to Labor and Love Radio on Mutiny Radio here at 2781 21st Street. Come on down and help. We're having a work day. We're cleaning the place out, throwing out the old, bringing in the new. Uh, that last song was by Jenny Rivera. 
um, ni princesa ni esclava, ni soy princesa ni soy esclava, simplemente mujer. Una mujer bien famosa, lástimamente se murió en un plane crash, okay. Hace dos, tres años muchos dicen que Jenny fue uh, presionada por um, las pandillas de las drogas. Jenny Rivera of Long Beach, California. Before that we had a nine-month blues by Peggy Seeger talking about pregnancy from the woman's point of view, not the point of view of a bunch of old white men. And before that, Linda Tillery. Sometimes things look pretty bad for people who want social justice. And Linda's advising us, don't let anybody turn you around. I want to dedicate this one to uh, my wife, Sylvia. Sylvia has been laid up for many months now, undergoing treatment. And I've got a special request from her coming up, but right now I want to play this one. In her honor, Django Reinhardt.
Okay, that was Django Reinhardt with uh, Night and Day, and that goes out to Sylvia, my soulmate. Night and Day, you are the one. Only you beneath the moon and under the sun. Whether near to me, you know. Word Sam Moore now. This is a special request. I'm an all-time best buddy named Beryl, and he dedicates this one to my wife, Sylvia Room. And this is talking about my heart to you, Seal. Sam Moore. When something is wrong, my baby, can you hear me? Something is wrong with me. Listen, and if I knew she was worried.
Isaac Hayes wrote all of that. Yes, he did. He arranged it. He taught it to David and myself. He would sit down on the side of the piano and he would play. And he said, Sam, I want you to go here. And he was saying Dave's part. And while he did that, I would stand up and I would say, oh, okay. So just before I go, I want to take my time, no matter how long it takes. <laughs> oh, baby. Talking about So I was Sam Moore with uh, Something is Wrong with My Baby. And uh, before that, as I mentioned, we had uh, Django Reinhardt. I want to play one more in honor of my Sylvia. Yeah. From Los Lobos.
سر علمم زمیلانیو موچی از ماست یو نو سر سیت تنگامو لاترنیداد پرو ایاتال کمو اکی یه لبوقای بارات سابورامی out to you babe um sabor a mi classic song los lobos el chicanismo for that sam moore with like i say my buddy earl's dedication to sylvia my wife something is wrong with my baby something is wrong with me and before that jango reinhardt with night and day All right, let's change direction here a little bit. We've got our uh, weekly labor report from labor actions all around the world lined up here. Radio Labor. News on Radio Labor. This is a Radio Labor Global Report reported on Friday, May 24th, 2019. I'm Mark Belanger. In the report this week, increasing digitization means teachers need the freedom to teach. The global pay gap is not decreasing. A 700-day strike against ExxonMobil in Australia and singing. The people here are singing bread and roses, bread and roses. This is Radio Labour. 
Education unions around the world are saying that in the face of ever-advancing digitization, teachers need the freedom to teach and schools need the autonomy to support those teachers. The topic of autonomy for schools and teachers was the focus of a recent OECD panel discussion in Paris. The OECD is a global body of mainly economically richer countries. One of the panelists asked to address the question of autonomy for schools and teachers was Randy Weingarten. Ms. Weingarten is the president of the 1.7 million member American Federation of Teachers, the AFT. We need to help people drive for a better life. That requires a voice at work and a voice in democracy. I sit at the vortex of both the union movement and the education movement. Autonomy is important, but you need the investment and you need the freedom to teach. And so if it's autonomy just for a school, but it's still a top-down situation where there's too much of a fixation on data or testing or teacher-proofing, in K-12, all throughout the world right now, people seem to leave innovation, creativity, ingenuity at the schoolhouse door. And something happens in schools in terms of the way they are organized. And I just actually gave a speech on this at the National Press Club in Washington, D.C. three weeks ago called The Freedom to Teach. Because we need to seize the future. We understand digitization and globalization are here to stay. And the advancements are profound. But it does not extinguish the need. Frankly, it increases the need for human judgment for context, for nuance, for social-emotional learning, for that application. And then the issue becomes in schools around the world that we can't just have one model that somebody then says, oh, let us replicate, because there is no one-size-fits-all. But what we can do is we do have strategies that we can use to borrow a gym expression. You develop the muscle of using those strategies. So if we focus on things like well-being first, the well-being of a child, so that a child feels safe and welcomed in a school. So you focus on well-being. You focus then on powerful instruction, like project-based instruction, where kids then see that there is something at the end of that line, the end of that rainbow. You look at robotics or debate that I taught. I taught in Brooklyn, and I taught debate to my, basically my kids from the Caribbean. And they beat schools that were far more wealthy than our, our school. But they got into it, and they got engaged, and they, they, they practiced their tenacity and their resilience and the relationships, and they learned how to connect the dots. There was an article that was written a couple of weeks ago, or a couple of months ago, by Jal Mehta in the New York Times op-ed section, which said, why is it that we give teachers so much more autonomy after 3 p.m.? to do extracurricular activities, but not before three. And kids, they had done a six-year study of high schools in America, and kids were saying, students, young adults were saying, they loved their extracurricular activities when they had them, when we had money for them. And why was that? Because teachers were meeting and sparking their needs, like the robotics competition. In terms of unions, is I think unions actually provide one of the solutions. Because what unions do is they actually give regular working people power. 
They give people power to actually bargain for their benefits, bargain for working conditions, bargain for decency, bargain for fairness. And in a world that we have right now that is increasingly inequitable and where we have exacerbation of wealth versus poverty, we need to actually give working people the power to actually try to navigate good conditions for themselves, and that's what unions do. The gender pay gap is not showing signs of decreasing. Seamarie Ainsborough reports. Globally, the wage gap between men and women has been stubbornly remaining at 20%, but maybe with the help of trade unions, a new momentum is developing. That was the topic at a recent conference organized by the International Labor Organization. The ILO is the UN agency focused on matters of work in the world. The conference was opened by Marie-Helena André, the director of the ILO's Bureau of Workers' Activities, which operates under its French acronym ACTRAV. I'm very pleased to welcome you to this ACTRAV Agora, as we call it, on a pressing issue on the gender pay gap and what trade unions can do to contribute to closing this gap. The reality is that when you look at the ILO Global Wage Report, you find that globally the gender pay gap is on average around 20%. And what I was saying is really proved by the facts and figures that we have access to is that despite a lot of work having been done, despite a lot of progress regarding equality between women and men around the globe, we know that even if some things have been done to address pay inequalities, that the issue of closing down the gap regarding the gender pay has been very, very slow. Sometimes it goes backwards, then it moves forward again. So it takes a long time to get where we would like to be. And at this stage, maybe we have a momentum. I don't know. I mean, I, I think that we also had some very interesting periods in the past, and we're always back to square zero, almost. But maybe we have a momentum, because it seems that the issue of achieving equal pay is taken up by a lot of international organizations. There are a lot of initiatives around the topic. We have the 2030 Sustainable Development Goals that address this issue. We have the ILO Women at Work Centenary Initiative, which also addresses this question. We have the UN Women, we have the OECD, we have the European Commission, the IMF, the Joint ILO UN Women Equal Pay International Coalition, the EPIC. So it's not because there are not activities or no interest. And I think that um, progress is very slow. And um, in her background paper, Professor Jill Rubbery is highlighting that specific gender pay equality policies are required, but that these are only linked, only likely to be effective if embedded within a general policy environment, which is promoting equal treatment and inclusive labor markets. So this is a very strong and powerful message telling us if you want to have some progress regarding the gender equality uh, agenda and the gender pay gap agenda, you need to put it into the wider policy perspective and not just treat it as a women's only issue uh, because the likelihood of having a lot of progress in that regard is pretty reduced. And I think that also trade union strategies have got to change in this regard. And they also have to make sure that the gender pay gap 
agenda is reflected in the trade union strategies, but not on the women's only strategies, but in the overall trade union strategies, and that's a challenge as well. Because gender pay gaps must be seen in the broader context of gender inequality in the labor market and in the society as a whole. And it also has to include the fact that women's access is more limited to paid employment. I think that trade unions will have to move forward for actions, and those actions have different elements in them. Because if we want to have an effective action, you need to target overall gender discrimination. You need to promote inclusive wage setting. You need to pursue specific gender pay equality measures. And we need, of course, to enhance women's representation in decision making. Uh, are we there on all these points? I don't think anyone in this room would agree that we, we are there. You can find more about the gender pay gap at www.ilo.org slash actrev. In Australia, gas workers are still standing strong as they endure more than 700 days on the picket line. The workers are members of three unions, including the Australian Manufacturing Workers Union, the AMWU. The company, ExxonMobil and UGL, negotiated a sweetheart deal with workers on the other side of the country and then imposed the deal on its 230 maintenance workers employed at its site in Longford, Victoria, thousands of miles away. The workers who have been walking the picket line produced a video thanking the organizations and individuals who have been supporting them. Here is a spokesperson from the AMWU speaking from the picket line. Hi, my name's Troy Carter from the Australian Manufacturing Workers Union. Uh, I'm speaking from the ESSO Ugly Dispute Longford Picket Line where we've been on strike against ExxonMobil and UGL for 700 days. We've ran this line continuously since the 22nd of June 2017, 24 hours per day, seven days per week. ExxonMobil and UGL saw fit to terminate our entire maintenance workforce of 230 people using a sham agreement that was voted in Western Australia 2,200 miles from where we stand today. UGL, instead of negotiating a collective agreement with their workforce, decided it would be better to go to Western Australia. The agreement they negotiated slashed our wages by 40% overnight, as well as seeing losses to all of our conditions and changes to our rosters, and a stand-down clause that could potentially see us at work for up to 52 days at a time, on one day's notice, with no guarantee how many days we'd get paid. Is an absolute disgrace and we can see that it's important that we stand here and fight this for as long as it takes because multinational companies right throughout the world are attacking workers, they're attacking our wages, our conditions and they're attacking families. And we know that if we let ExxonMobil and UGL get away with that here in Australia, that these same practices will be seen right across the world. Now here is Bobby McGee with Bread and Roses. As we come marching, marching in the beauty of the day, a million darkened kitchens, a thousand mill loves gray, are touched with all the radiance that a sudden sun discloses. For the people hear us singing, bread and roses. 
And that's it. International Labor News You Can Use. You can find our daily international labor news at www.radiolabor.net. Follow us on Twitter at Radio Labor. I'm Mark Belanger. Thank you for listening. And remember, it's all about global solidarity. Yes, remember, it's all about global solidarity. These laws, these uh, anti-abortion laws that we're seeing are passing in states that used to be part of the Confederacy. In fact, we might say that Mr. Trump is the president of the Confederacy. So this is um, Ina Simone and her reaction to uh, the Confederacy. Let me take a look here. Alabama's got me so upset. Tennessee made me lose my rest. Everybody knows about me. So upset, Lurleen Wallace has made me lose my rest. Everybody knows about Mississippi, goddamn! Can't you see it? I know you can feel it. It's all in the air. I can't stand the pressure. My 
me so upset And Memphis has made me lose my rest Everybody knows about On my trail, little school children sitting in jail. Black cat crossed my path. I think every day's gonna be my last. Lord have mercy on this land of mine. We all gonna get it in due time. Cause I don't belong here, I don't belong there. I've even stopped believing in prayer. very best stand up be counted with all the rest cause everybody knows about Mississippi now you heard him he's one of you if you have been moved at all and you know my songs at all for God's sakes join me don't sit back there The time is too late now. Good God. You know, the king is dead. The king of love is dead. I ain't about to be non-violent, honey. Oh, dude. Picket lines, schoolboy cops. They try to say it's a communist spot, but all I want is equality for my sister, my brother, my people, and me. And I loved him because he believed it. He lived by it. But you lied to me all the years You told me to wash and clean my ears And talk real fine just like a lady And you stopped calling my mama and Sadie Hear me now But my country is full of lies Nobody anymore Keep on saying Go slow That's just the trouble
Tina Simone there. Um, and we might as well apply her opinion of Mississippi and the other southern states, the other states that have passed radical anti-abortion laws that are meant to uh, enslave women. Uh, God damn. Can't let it happen. A change is going to come, but we're going to have to make it. Brian In a little tent mm-hmm. Like the river I've been running mm-hmm. Running ever since It's been a long Long time coming But I know Change gonna come
Okay, that was a change is gonna come. The great Sam Cook song. Uh, before that, we had Nina Simone. Mississippi Goddamn. And Radio Labor kicked off the set with that final rendition of Bread and Roses. This is the B. You're listening to Labor and Love Radio. Let's go back over our credos. This is something we read every week. We talk about immigration. Here's uh, Utah Phillips. Utah Phillips talking about what the labor movement has done for young people, that is, children. Kids don't have a little brother, he says, working in the coal mine. They don't have a little sister coughing her lungs out in the looms of the big mill towns of the Northeast. And why? Because we organize. We broke the back of the sweatshops in this country. We have child labor laws. Those were not benevolent gifts from enlightened management. They were fought for. They were bled for. They were died for by working people, by people like us. Kids ought to know that. That's why I sing these songs. That's why I tell these stories, damn it. No root. No fruit. It's by Utah Phillips. An ex credo. We resist. When the penalty for aborting after rape is more severe than the penalty for rape, that's when you know it's a war on women. This one about immigration. Immigration, quote-unquote, crisis is something that was literally, literally created by Mr. Trump and the people who follow him people who want to put the blame on somebody else outside instead of looking around and seeing that capitalism is the pig. Jesse Memmer says, can I tell you a secret? I don't even care if there are undocumented immigrants in this country. Without social security numbers, they aren't privy to the welfare people claim they get. The vast majority of them are normal people trying to live a better life. This whole wall, deport the illegals, bullshit is just the 1%. Convincing the working poor to blame a subset of the working poor for the fact that they're all poor. Instead of realizing the reason they are all poor is due to the vast income inequality and resource price inflation in combination with wage stagnation. 
Please use your brains. The existence of another poor person is not why you're poor. It's because the people who control everything refuse to increase your wages. Now, you know, you're, you're standing around, you go to a party or something, or maybe in a class, maybe just sitting around talking. Someone will always say, oh, I'm just not that into politics. Democratic Socialists of Los Angeles. You're just not that into politics? You're just not that into politics. Well, your boss is, your landlord is, your insurance company is, and every day they use their political power to keep your pay low, to raise your rent, and deny you coverage. It's time to get into politics. So let me get this right. This is Denise Cooper. I'm not allowed to get an abortion because I didn't realize I was pregnant until six weeks. I'm not allowed to get my tubes tied to prevent more pregnancies begin because once again, it has to be someone else's rules what I do with my body. Cut funding the parent Planned Parenthood, so now I can no longer get the cheap birth control to prevent a pregnancy. Not all insurance covers birth control. Cut funding the CHIP, WIC, and food assistance, making it hard for single mothers to take care of the child they were forced to have. I think I've got it. Government can't tell you what guns you can own, because that's violating your rights as an American citizen. But it's totally okay for them to tell me what I can and can't do with my own body. Because my rights aren't being violated? Or because my rights as a woman just aren't that important? And again, we'll repeat it again. This whole thing is to keep women in what some people say is their place bearing children, putting aside their own hopes and ideas and ambitions for their own lives. No, you've got to have that kid and it's got to be hard. Not hard for rich people. Rich woman can go get an abortion anytime she wants. Okay, finally, here's Lawrence Ferlinghetti, a poem of his called Pity the Nation. Pity the nation whose people are sheep and whose shepherds mislead them. Pity the nation whose leaders are liars, whose sages are silenced, and whose bigots haunt the airwaves. Pity the nation that raises not its voice except to praise conquerors and acclaim the bully as hero and aims to rule the world by force and torture. Pity the nation that knows no other language but its own and no other culture but its own. 
pity the nation whose breath is money and sleeps the sleep of the too well-fed. Pity the nation, oh, pity the people who allow their rights to erode and their freedom to be washed away. My country, tears of thee, sweet land of liberty. Okay. Speaking of that, pity. How about let's pity the poor immigrant? We got Bob Marley. And I pity the poor immigrant. Let's see. One second. something sweet now it ain't the melody and it ain't the music there's something else that makes this tune complete yes it don't
just like Arnsides And whose tears are like the rain Woman, he eats But he is not a satisfied He hears But he just does not see Oh, he falls in love With a wealthy cell Then he turns his back the blood Oh, whose vision is the final end must shatter just like the glass Oh, I do pity the poor immigrant
love, the lie and lie, the love Are hanging on, we push and shove Possession is the motivation that is hanging up The goddamn nation looks like we always end up in a rut Slaughterhouses are killing hogs. Twisted children are killing frogs. Poor dumb rednecks rolling logs. Tired old ladies kissing dogs. I hate the human love of that stinking mud. I can't use it. Trying to make it real compared to what. what it's for nobody gives us a rhyme or reason have a one doubt they call it treason we're chicken feathers all the without wonder god damn it trying to make it real compared to what Sunday sleep and nod, trying to duck the wrath of God. Preachers filling us with fright. They all trying to teach us what they think is right. They really got to be some kind of nut. I can't use it, I'm trying to make it real compared to what.
piano, where's that honey? Where's my God and where's my money? Unreal values, a crass distortion. Unwed mothers need abortion. Kind of brings to my old young King Tut. He did it now, trying to make it real compared to what? Okay, last set was uh, Les McCann, compared to what? From the Montreux Jazz Festival. For that, Prophets of Rage, Tom Morello and Chuck D, as well as others. Les McCann and Eddie Harris. Les McCann, oh, thank you. Thank you to Scotto, Eddie Harris on uh, saxophone, right? Um, before that, Bob Dylan's Union Sundown. Sundown on the Union sure was a good idea till greed got in the way. And Taj Mahal, before that, with his version of I Pity the Poor Immigrant. And I hope you know who he's talking about. All you white nationalists out there. And we had Nina Simone, of course. This is the B. Signing off. Um, one person gets a dollar they didn't work for. Someone else worked for a dollar they didn't get. If you don't have a seat at the table, the negotiating table that is where you work, you're on the menu. And never but never let anyone into your heart who is not a friend of labor. And I say labor, I mean you. Labor and Love Radio, where the labor meets the road. This is the B signing off.
special thanks to Earl and as always to my soulmate Sylvia, daughter Vita. You all know who you are. This is the beast signing off. Have a good week and good work. of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of MutinyRadio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> My friends out at Mutiny Radio. Chester Cashcock here, giving you my love and regards as well as Moofy's over there. And you know, anytime I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Bamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10. They have a fun time at Pamtastic's Deep in the Mission, where you can laugh off your tushy every Friday for a mere $10. And $10, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with, so to wipe it off, for <laughs> it's in duty this. And if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, don't worry, don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show in the comfort of anywhere, like your Aspen summer cottage on the mountain ridge for the kayaks. <laughs> Just go to podcast.pcrcollective.org or mutinyradio.fm podcasts and look for Comedy Clubhouse with a K. You can download it for free. But we'd love to see you every Friday, 8 to 10, down here at Mutiny Radio. Laugh off your tushy and save your life. Because you know what's better than laughter? Well, it's a cash cock, baby.
Elasticity. So, so if you're in your car and you're listening to one radio station, you need radio doing, station. You're filtering all, all the others. They are they are tweeting in on all frequencies, and you keep them. So just listen to to one specific six. Saturday, Saturday into two. And you leave the sound quality quality good, and you understand understanding that's plain plain. However, however, if your radio video is not fine too, too, you might need two or two or three or more stage stations at the same time. time. Hey, Mutineers Stolowitz here. Have you ever listened to Labor and Love on Saturday mornings, 10 to noon, with Bill Morgan? It's a really excellent show, one of my favorites here at the station. And it's all about service. It might be the devil, it might be the Lord, but we got to serve somebody. And Bill understands the virtue of service as the heart and soul of the labor movement better than a lot of people I know. And it's one of the reasons I love to listen to him. He breaks down socialism, democracy, protest history, workers' news, and the power of unions. Along with that, he serves up a excellent mix of jazz latin gospel hip-hop and traditional folk ballads great stuff check it out labor and love is every saturday 10 a.m to 12 p.m serve somebody subliminal sf visual and auditory mind control brings you the best coolest t-shirt and hoodie designs and mind-bending local bands and shows at venues all over san francisco and the bay area Subliminal SF is here to destroy your sense of normalcy and plant ideas in your skull to make you cooler and a more awesome person. Check out all the badass products at subliminalsf.myshopify.com. That's subliminalsf.myshopify.com. And experience Subliminal SF. If you're looking for some delicious late-night food, I suggest you mosey on down to Bender's Bar. Inside, you can find Counter Offer, offering you amazing late-night food and snacks. Try the chicken biscuit. It's like your stomach's in a tasty tornado. They have exceptionally great daily ground sustainable burgers with sides of tater tots, grilled asparagus, and delicious zucchini and creamy delicious mac and cheese. You like tacos? They get them. And from the specials, very deep fried fish sandwich to a stoner burger with a donut bun. What are those crazy potheads going to come up with next? Go to the counter offer inside of Blender's Bar at 800 South Van Ness Avenue, San Francisco. It's located between 19th Street and 20th Street in the Mission District. Open seven nights a week from 5 to 10 p.m. or later. Counter offer, son! Yeah. 
Welcome. Bender's Bar and Grill, located at 806 South Van Ness in the Mission District of San Francisco. Your favorite bar with awesome bartenders, rotating local art, and a killer back patio. It's a great place to hang out and play one of their two pool tables or old school pinball machine with a tasty adult beverage. Live music every Saturday for only $5. Bender's brings you face-melting metal and rock and roll. The last Friday of the month, punk rock and schlock delivers super fun karaoke with Aileen. Come on, what's not to like? They even have counter-offer inside, frying up the tots with sexy hot burgers for your face. Open every day at 2 p.m. Their happy hour goes till 7 p.m. Bender's is proud to be a sponsor of the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival because they're an awesome community asset to the dirtbags who keep art alive in the mission. Bender's Bar and Grill. This is Tusha Matters with Mutiny Radio. Big up to the number one station that rule the nation. Give it to me every time. Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be like in front of an audience? Like other than like squirrels, dogs, and dead persons? Oh, shoot. From time to time, I've given it a thought of two. You know, if you go to joke workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes? And they'll even say nice things, dude, before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dang nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 